to get back again. And I will use oil. Who will Marty nominate for eviction? And who will win the power of veto? Find out Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. To get back again. Hello and good evening. It is Monday, April 4th, 2022, and we just finished watching the 15th episode of Big Brother Canada 10, uh, which was the week six HOH nominations. It was a bit of a recap, too, from the last Thursday's double eviction. I'm Dave Mater uh, here on Super Mater Brothers Podcast, and joined with co-host Jamil Robinson to break this episode down for you. Jamil, how are you tonight? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm doing this episode to get back at them. Woo! To get back at them. To get back at them. <laughs> Joined, of course, with my brother Jeff Mater uh, oh. coming in here. Like, started already. Hi. Yeah. We're a minute <laughs> in. What's up? Um, my my you... boy Marty. He's hot. He's a hot mess. Did you yeah. Did you just show up right now to get back at us? To get back at them. <laughs> to get back. At, he to sounds, get back at them. He sounds like. He sounds like what I would imagine, like the, you know, um, the uh, was it the Plains of Abraham and the French are like, we must take Quebec back. Like yeah. it was kind of. Funny yeah. yeah. He was very passionate. I loved it. Um, but yeah. he, you know what? He does. He does all the hard work well, and all the and all the. The, the I would say easy, but like, you know, it's just talking. Um, right. As far as very bad. Like, like he's really good at these competitions. He beat out all those young guys who are all super athletic. Hula hoop at, competition. At, <laughs> at toss in a ring. At ring toss, basically. Ring toss. Is literally a carnival game. <laughs> Business B got to the sixth round. I'm, I'm just saying. She beat out Gino and a bunch but, of other people. Like, <laughs> she was the last remaining girl. And then it was just like... I was surprised. Like I thought this would be easier. JC Lynn was good at it. I think she just kind of screwed up the one round or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. And then this whole in... vote, the whole this whole like double eviction vote, Jeff, uh, that they recapped um, from Thursday, like like the chaos where it was. Uh, we see like it was Kevin, Helena, uh, Betty, Josh, and um, who is the fifth? Per- oh, um, Marty. Marty. Right, they they were going to vote out Gino in the in in the uh, instead of Jess on Thursday, and mm-hmm. ultimately they got cold feet here. There wasn't enough eye contact, enough communication between those five Betty people. Pulled out. That's what happened. Betty, like- Betty, yeah, because like uh, where people were sitting during that double eviction seemed to really drive things, Jamil, in terms of where um, we saw like people vote and like. Betty was like so nervous about this idea of blindsiding Gino in a vote, um, and to vote so him out. Betty's um, mental thought process was akin to Marty's bodily language because he, like, he, he was looking down. And he's... Right. Yeah. But uh, is that is that Marty's fault? Would you place blame on Marty for playing poorly, sort of in that? Um, double eviction atmosphere and like that's not it's not how you do things because I, he was honestly me, i i think it worked out better it worked out better for who for everyone involved because if it was a um a five to four volt 
um, Jessica going out versus a seven to two. Right. Right. You can kind of move the shells around where people can like calm down as we kind of saw a little bit. Right. But if it was five to four, Gino's like literally like Marty would have immediately flipped like he did. Right. Yeah. And went to Gino and would have confessed everything. And what would Kevin have to say? What would Betty have to say? Helena have to say? Josh have to say? They, they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to have any wiggle room whatsoever. So it worked out. If the vote didn't go, right, seven to two is better than five to four. Right. And ultimately, this comes down, this whole episode is a Marty focus, really. Like, not just the fact that he's the HOH, but that's obviously a big part of it. But the fact that he was in this discussion, the way they they were going to do this vote to get Gino out. And then ultimately it breaks down here for a bunch of reasons. And then there's like this later on, there's this whole meeting in the bedroom where Gino confronts these five people about what they agreed to vote. And like, it was like, uh, it was like, how, why does Gino have so much power over these five? But that's because you know, Marty, Marty. Yeah, exactly. And so, and like, they're all lying about it. Uh, and, and, and of course, Marty and Helena were the, ultimately the two that voted to vote Gino out instead of Jess. And uh, they're, they're lying through their teeth. Um, you know, it, it ultimately, like, Marty will confess later in the episode. But it's just, like, that whole thing was crazy. Betty, Betty, like, just Betty, like, alone. Like, we, we can talk about... Blaming Betty. <laughs> uh, we can talk about Marty's messy, but Betty is just, like, a, a Marty didn't other... even wait till the, the paint dries. He immediately pulls Jason Lynn into the, <laughs> into the pantry and goes... And names everyone like bro <laughs> right no it's not betty that's not betty's fault but just in terms of where it goes like from there because i think that betty is not the the coolest under pressure you know she's uh she's business b and she's coming uh jeff we gotta talk about marty mm. your boy in the draft um it's disappointing and- I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think JC Lynn has a better chance at this point. Right. Um, Especially it, after tonight. This ending was not a good episode for Marty's in terms of the ending because now, like, they're hearing him from downstairs screaming, and Kevin's just like, calm down. It's okay. Slamming uh, his hand. And then they look in cameras and say, well, I swear on my parents and my life. And I, I, I never avoided. No, because I got Marty to do my dirty work for me. That's what happened right now. It's okay. It's okay. I love the way he said that's what happened right now. You can tell he's really upset. <laughs> that's what so, happened right now. I think all right, here's the thing. Let's break down the Marty thing a bit. I think it has to do with the fact that him and Helena both said in this episode, Dave and Jubil, that they're not really cut for this game. They basically both had that sentiment in this episode that basically their conscience gets the better of them. Lena's doing a better job of it, but she, it's really affecting her having to be in this middle spot to really be a, a an agent. Uh, to And those are the players that usually win the game, like the players that end up in that middle area that can really maneuver well. And you just have to uh, recognize who the other maneuverers are and get those people out. So and, like Josh is probably one of those people, right? Right, and so it was definitely Kevin. And you just have to like look at who are the people in the best spots in the house, and those are your biggest competition. And you have to just kind of whittle, whittle down the majority of the house and then go after those people, you know, um, because you need votes. But at the same time, like, Helena... Okay, it was very interesting this episode because Helena and Marty were both on the wrong side of the vote. 
They both have consciences about lying, especially about, you know, whether or not what happened or did they vote for Geo? Were they involved in a basically it would have taken five people. Right. And that was the one thing I didn't understand about Gino. Uh, you know, like, did you not realize that they were trying to flip the house? And then you have to also think about who the other three votes were that didn't vote. You know, they switched their vote at the last second. Like, that's very possible. That is what happened here. And, yeah. you know, and why are the, why are those better? Like, why is Gino? It, and like, it's interesting. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, Betty so didn't not, come away. Look, like, not like I know it was initially Marty who set it all on fire, but ultimately like they all kind of like yeah we talked about like kevin tried to own it the best i thought like, he was like i think the conversation the expedia room was like it's gonna gino right and everyone's like you know um he was just like kind of trying to own up to it and saying yeah i didn't vote for you in the end because we didn't it seemed like something was going awry yeah um, he was just trying to make it look like he was a go-along number and he wants right. to continue to look like he's weak in the house when he's actually really strong right that's kind of his game um, but Kevin has the ultimate defense when it comes. Like, if Gino goes in and says, um, Kevin, you were in that room and you were debating about voting for me about flipping. And then goes, Yeah, I told you that we had conversations, but ultimately nothing was decided. And it's like, Well, why did Marty and and um, one other person voted? And he could have simply gone, If Marty honestly did not want to get you out, if he said no, it would have shut it down in that room. He didn't. It didn't get shut down. So Marty is telling you half truths. And all you have to do is muddy the water enough. And you can yeah. already see Gino does not trust Marty at all. No, he shouldn't, really. <laughs> right? Um, that's, all need, that's all the doubt you need to have. Like, the dude is totally untrustworthy. He, The dude, like... I'm like, yeah. I would go, where's the sp spatula? Where's the spatula he's, around this he's dude? Like, because he's flip-flopping all the time. He's like, like a, a toxic toxic big brother player. I mean, he's <laughs> the type of player you don't want to align with because he's going to blow up your alliance. Then try to like, he's like a Tony. He's like a Tony version of big brother. But the thing is, he doesn't have the, I, I don't think he has enough charm to get to the end playing that way in this version of big brother Canada. He's, he's too concerned about the um how things look to yeah. canada which i don't understand i don't yeah understand. like well, he's gonna go back to um you know small town new brunswick and i don't think it's i guess it, it will be it will be big there where he is but i don't think most of canada's gonna go it's so amazing now, like with these reality TV shows that I find when they first started, nobody cared about the reputation because you went home, there was no social media and you could, you know, you mm -hmm. were in small town, or whatever. And you went, you know, and when you came back on the show, it was just for the show. And now because of social media, it's like everyone is so more hyper focused on their image and their brand and, and their the long term value of that. Yeah. But with that, the thought process it just weakens their band brand technically because yeah. like Dr. Will played right. like, and even Dan played one of the, the most sly backstabbing. I'm going to lie to your face. I'm going to bounce as many checks as I possibly can games. And they're considered legends in the game. And it, yeah. because there was no conversation about, uh, the optics or how this would look or you no. know i hope you know trying to appease people or anything like that look at if, if look if kevin ultimately wins 
Kevin, the conversation is going to be like, man, Kevin's such a terrible person. He's not a terrible person. He's just playing a game, right? Yeah. And he's playing the game to the best of his ability, right? If he doesn't, as long as he doesn't make things personal or anything yeah. like that, then he's fine. You, you can turn around and see the exact same thing about Herman. Herman is so single focused about um, oh, bros, strong people to the end. Oh my God, he's he's infuriating. It's it, but it's so like so obvious and there's just no kind of subterfuge around it that if he legit wins you can at least talk to it about being a pretty clean straightforward game and not wishy-washy like worrying about optics like honestly i feel like uh if this game like to get this game to where some of these players want there should be like in the diary room, like a PR team there to kind of coach them and kind of look at the optics for their moves before they make it. Because I feel like they're doing that internally in their head. They're like, I don't know, is Kendall going to like me doing this? Or is this is this going to play well? It's like, what's going to happen to my brand? Am I going to get a, a shoe deal or a business deal? I want to do commercials. I want to be a young and a restless. Like, is that what Marty's thinking? <laughs> Marty wants. Marty's like Beachcombers. Is that is that still a thing? I will uh, work with Global. Global. Uh, <laughs> I have enough of this. <laughs> the only <laughs> reason why I stayed in here to get back at them. Get back. <laughs> to get, get back, back at, at them. them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I mean, with him, it's just like. Was he get back at who? Because they didn't go through with the flip. Is that what he's really? He thought that they got he in Marty's mind in this episode. He got set up by uh, I guess by Betty and uh, and and Josh and in Josh. particular. I, I don't right, think he blames he Kevin, that. but I think he thinks that Ke- uh, that that this was some kind of trick to get Marty to vote uh, against, against Gino. Gino yes. And to, it was and, a trap. He refers to it as a trap. That he his mind was straight, and they pulled him into the Expedia room. And then when he retells the story throughout the week, he can't really explain what was said, right? What was done? Who no. said what? And he's <laughs> so when people ask him about it, he's like, uh, "Betty, Betty's the one who tricked me." And they're like, "That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean she tricked you? Did she like bonk you over the head and you like woke up in the the diary room afterwards? Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I voted for. Like, like everyone keeps on." like talking to him about this and he just it doesn't make any sense it's just the, the logic is completely flawed right <laughs> marty to get back at them <laughs> it's it's going to be a keeper to get back at them that's that's you know what that's the line for this season right now but i think we're going to get two more next episode I, I, t- I kind of wish the next episode is two hours, honestly. The fact that this ended on a cliffhanger, I think we need to address because, like, like mm-hmm. you know, like we, we tune in three times a week to check the show out, and they don't even tell us the result here. They spent a lot of time tonight just recapping that vote, and I think it was an impo- important part of the story of all this. And then we get, okay, they, maybe they could have cut the hula hoop competition down. That took up quite a bit. Yeah, that was a big chunk of the episode. After a couple of rounds, you're just like, just, just kind of show us who got it in. They yeah, like it. They, I, I actually thought it was actually one of the better competitions to watch on TV, actually, um, because I think they did it well with like when when they tossed the the hula hoop or whatever. They had to get you know they showed you on the screen who was in, 
You know, right. it was I actually thought it was well done production wise. Survivor because that could have been super. It could have been super confusing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I've, I th- I think they really enjoyed the competition showing it off, and it was kind of cool. I didn't know I was who's who was who though. That was the problem. I think they should have made each hula hoop glow, like or have a have some sort of tape on it that was like you know a certain black light color or whatever, and make it like pop out like, and then you could have actually seen like, oh okay, there's Kevin, there there's you know whoever's Betty. The, the, the corresponding, know. like they would on Survivor, like you would know whose is what. Um, yeah, all- I mean, how did they know? Did they walk up and see their name on it? They must- I don't know. It would be hard to see. They talked about how dark it was in that room. I would imagine they it was their name was on the hula hoop. How else would they know when they threw it? Yeah. There's the other two things that confused me about that competition. One, Summer goes out first. And then <laughs> yeah. like Summer gives like this this diary room like, "Oops, I'm out. Oh well." or something like that. And then mm-hmm. Summer's not on the bench for like the rest of the competition like where everybody's kind of like, you know, oh, I didn't notice that. I don't know where Summer goes, but Summer's not there for a lot it's of It's winter. It. It's, it was winter, yeah, in the, in the hula hoop land, and uh, it, you know, it didn't work. I was like, okay, where did she go? That was weird. And uh, and the other thing was Herman talking about his pit stains. Right, he was sweating. Like, Look, I, okay, I can kind of understand that because the adrenaline of the vote and then going into the chain or uh, the 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 safety competition, going into the chain. Um, and then, a, like the other vote, it's like thing after thing after thing. You just your adrenaline is just pumping high, right? Probably has, and he didn't probably you know properly derotorize earlier. There was that no, day. there was no pits really to speak of. It was just like a white um, cut off the sleeve kind of shirt. Uh, Maybe he's so, a sweater. He must be a sweater. It wasn't like he was showing. Uh, and if he was, it's okay. We understand people sweat. Uh, it's all it's some people right. don't want to be showing up sweating on you. Want, he's, he's self-conscious about it. He, yeah. he seems self-conscious and he, he brought does, it he up. He doesn't want to reek of too much effort. Ah, there you go. But he does. Um, you know, <laughs> I think Herman is one of these guys who's always trying to like impress you, right? He's always trying to like get you to race to the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's willing to do anything it takes. I'm willing to offer a 30 minute massage for anyone who can find my water bottle. And then, like, I think it was like Moose was like, Really? Are you serious? Or maybe it was Gina. I can't remember who said it, but it was there was a lot of guys who were like, Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, Yeah, they must be uh, craving that big time in there in the Big Brother house. Yeah, the competition was good, but then just after that, that now Marty gets the, the power and then. I don't know. He takes he uh what happens? He's like I I'm not happy to have the power because he's he's I think he's his his mind is racing after this vote and he's one of these two votes and he's lied about it and now he's got to figure out how to move around it. It's all about Gino again and Gino's still here and then um and then but he's got to like who wants to see my HOH room? He has to do all that. He has to go to Wendy's. I like his like <laughs> Jason Lynn. Uh, with JC Lynn, he takes JC Lynn to try to mend some fences there, I guess. Because he's always, he's always, I don't know, like Gino has this spell over everyone in the house. I have Gino in the draft, guys, and I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand his like, he's his like why isn't my guy God? He's yeah, funny. like he's playing a little bit. I've seen a lot of Boston Rob in Gino with the way he's able to be like the most obvious threat in the house, 
but he's able to convince everybody that like and intimidate them a little bit like hey what you doing like you know Are you coming hey, for me? don't don't be a victim of me oh i want to know where those votes lie you know he's kind of doing a little bit of that and you know so i i just think um it's his it's who he is i think he's the tallest guy in the house he's the most probably athletic guy in the house and he's definitely like a huge threat uh, he so can't he even was- sleep with the night the light off jeff he's he's afraid of the dark <laughs> Right, and he didn't win this challenge. I mean, Marty is pretty good at these challenges. He's won a bunch of these vetoes and uh, HOHs. I wonder right. if he's like part time at a carnival. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just part of being a Canadian. You just play a lot of parlor games, and you know, yeah, you, just get, you know, that would make sense actually. But right, yeah, he's. I don't know. He he's he's uh, he's preoccupied and uh, he's hung up on the wrong things. I think largely in terms of how he's playing the game. And which players he allows to give, he gives power to, like Gino. I think he's got this obsession with Gino for some reason. Uh, he's like, got an obsession with the, the way it looks, like as far like he's like he's my French guy. We we have a connection. I don't want to betray like the French culture. I think a little bit is going like I think that's kind of like on his mind. Uh, I don't know for sure, but it just seems like that. Like that's kind of like the the connection they have, and he doesn't want to be seen kind of doing that because he put you know i don't know maybe the french community gives him a bit of bit of hack for it i don't know jamil what, what do you make of the whole gino marty dynamic and what what's what, what's going on with it um he he thinks that marty like gino's his dude um he's the one who he constantly speaks french with even in front of other people which i think is kind of rude um mm-hmm where he just like i don't want to talk to you right now kevin who's in the room i'm just going to say something to gino so i'm going to say it in french right i'm I'm not a big fan of that um that being said he seems more comfortable just expressing himself to gino and like gino i don't know gino did something in his past life where he saved marty and and Marty feels eternally in his debt because it seems like that. Where uh, I don't, I don't know if he can play this game with Gino. And it, if if someone told me that in two weeks Marty um, evicts Jacelyn and then the next night dresses up in a wig <laughs> and some um, some um, um, leggings, I I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Cause it seems to get back at them. To get back at them. To get back at JC Lynn for stealing Gino from me <laughs> in this game. That should that is a good point, Dave. That is probably who he should be trying to get out using someone else's HOH. You know, that would make the most sense for Marty to do. Because he can't do it directly, right? I think uh, yeah, well, he's not gonna be able to team back up with with Gino if he does that. But I think if somebody else takes out JC Lynn. He could team like they'll have nowhere they'll have nobody but each other. You know what I mean? Maybe like I don't know. Gino was kind of clear tonight that he's like I don't trust Marty anymore, and uh, he's. <laughs> oh, he and, can you blame him? Like it's no, it's pretty- no, no. But the thing is, like that's like saying like in Survivor the most um, recent winter season where Tony won again, and then he betrays Sarah. He still gets Sarah to align with him right to the end. You know, like. It, it, it can be done, but I just don't think Marty's Tony. I don't think I don't think Marty has enough savviness for the game. Like really, I think he gets power. He has no idea what to do with it. Right. Um, 
he's overwhelmed by the pressure of it. He kind of expresses oh, that in the episode. It's like, dude, don't win. <laughs> like, you know, like you would have been gold this week had you not won. Even with this whole vote, like you wouldn't like, okay, who was the, who came second place? Josh. Yeah. So if Josh had been the HOH, what would Josh have done? I don't think he's putting Marty up. No, I don't think so. Right. No. Like you'd probably put Moose and Herman. Even though right. he's he's kind of working with those guys, and that would have been the best thing for Marty. But nope. Yeah. So yeah, I think Marty's that's a, that's another big mistake. He really he didn't read this right. He could, he could have been power, but he didn't trust Josh because he thought Josh and Betty were screwing him over, like they were they were setting him up and uh, to, to look like an idiot in front of Canada. He can't have it. So how is he looking like an idiot and? The other one person who voted, whether it be um, Helena, Betty, Kevin, or Josh, why are they looking like, feeling like they look like a fool? Why is he internalizing this vote so much and taking it personal? He's taking it more personal than Gino, who God voted for. Like, I don't yeah, it, it, I, I don't have an answer for you on it. Like, yeah, it's a really it, what the why Marty's reacting in this way. It's it's hard to kind of figure out. Uh, it, it, it's it's unusual. It's it's, yes, it's unique. Perfect uh, word to say it. So I guess that's fun. Um, but yeah, it's in terms of big brother play. Yeah. Like I, I, you ever seen a a person drive their game off a cliff like this, like this was something else. Uh, what would have happened if pow pow won challenges and was in the game longer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a different BB 16 we would have had. I suck. Yeah. (laughs) Pow pow. You suck. I know. I know. The other thing that, like, uh, like when when Mar- does Marty just like in the episode is like, I'm just gonna tell everybody I was one of the votes. He doesn't. Does he? I think he knows Helena is the other one, but he doesn't tell. He doesn't know that. for sure. There's no oh, for sure. So Helena hasn't even admitted that to Marty. Then Helena's smart. Yeah, Helena's. <laughs> Why would you yeah. give this dude any ammunition at all? But, but people always seem to know because Summer was able to read Helena in this. Yeah, because uh, she was staring her down. Yeah, she's like, I like, just she can at just the tell. same time. Summer's smart enough to know Kevin wouldn't get caught with his pants down, neither would Josh. Betty is straight up too obvious to lie, <laughs> right? She's just straight obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Betty, there's no subterfuge with Betty. If Betty doesn't mm-hmm. like someone, she's you see it on her face, right? So it's it's not Betty. So it would no. make logical sense. It's Helena plus Helena's body language, mind you. Right. Yeah. Well, Helena. Yeah, Helena's eyebrows and exp- she's very expressive, Helena. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think that it's not that hard to read her. I think if you're if you're looking for it, it you can you can find it. Um, so hey, um, good on Summer though. I like I like when I see players being able to read those things too. I think that that's a skill that should be sort of uh, commended, and it's like it's, a, it's another game. Uh, skill that gets okay. overlooked but to fair that's result oriented thought process how many times like there's probably all the house guests saying random stuff like i think it was josh i saw that he looked at me this way and they don't include it because it doesn't play into the part of the narrative right so but it could be true or it might not rumble like stumbled upon the truth 
with no confirmation if it's actually true or not. Right. At the end of the day, it's just Summer's opinion. It's yes. but she it happens to be correct. Yes. Right. Narratively so, speaking, for us, it is correct. Right. Um, so I don't know. Like, you guess the right answer. I'll give you some credit there, Summer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, but then, yeah, just this this whole this whole thing where um, Marty just melts down here in the end of the episode, and we don't get to know who the nominees are. Now we're going to talk about it. Spoilers. I don't know yet who was nominated. I Jamil know. knows. I Jeff, know. You, do you know the spoilers? Me? No. No. So Jeff and I are going to find out shortly who are the two nominees. Um, and because, uh, like, I, it's kind of crazy to me that they left this uh, where they did. Like, it, it, I, um, I guess, I don't know who, do you get back at them? Who's, who's, who's them specifically? Josh and Betty. Josh and Betty, are they, will they be the nominees? Okay, we're going to find I out. I think so, personally. I do think that though, they will be the nominees. Okay, that's that's a good theory. You want me to tell uh, you? I'm not going to tell you what happened, but do you want me to reveal? Okay, um, so uh, nominations already happened. Veto players have been picked. Veto has been played, like the game. We have a veto winner, and the veto ceremony hasn't been done yet. That's where we're so at right now. Right. Well, we're gonna get into the spoiler section. We can't reveal it yet because we. Okay. We, we, but I just want to let you know this is up to what will be be revealed in the spoiler section. Those portions, who the nominees are, um, who um, uh, the veto players were, who um, who was uh, who won the veto, and what direction we're going to be going in terms of the veto, which will okay. be tomorrow. Uh, okay. Me... On the feeds tomorrow will be occurring. Will be occurring. Mm -hmm. See, I'm just gonna see if. The... Okay, yeah, we're gonna talk about it all. I just. Yeah, yep. Okay. Kind of working. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna get into it, guys, shortly because I have to know. I can't believe they let they. they we'll find. We're gonna find out Wednesday. Screw that. I want to know now. <laughs> so, um, we're if you don't want to know, then take off but i'm sure there's nothing too much you're gonna learn that there's always more to be seen on the show and you can get a, a just as a, a rich and immersive experience by staying with us well, folks too. even if you know what happens and i'll tell you all right it's still gonna be worth watching <laughs> if, they, yes, I, if they show even half of what happened it's gonna be so worth it Right. All right, we're going to get into it. If you're leaving us now, tune in Wednesday. We'll be back and on Thursday for the next eviction. Um, and uh, check out our other channels, but we'll plug those again at the end of the spoiler section. Okay, let's... Uh, let's... You, you've all seen the episodes. We've seen, seen heard our recaps. You know our, our channels, Super Mater Brothers, Live Long and Podcast, Hellbound Podcast, Trivial um, Debates, uh, X-Rated... Huh? Let's talk about fighting games. Let's talk about fighting games. You think I was going to leave that out with no. Super Smash Bros. and Seth? <laughs> no Super way. Smash Bros. And Paranoia. And Paranoia. There's no way I was going to leave them out. No, right? I can't leave them out. We're going to do it. Hey, hey. If, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, skip to the very end. Go straight into our plugs so you can hear that. Okay? There All right. Go. That's how it goes. All right. Here we go. Playing the music. Starting the ticker. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Betty and Josh obviously have been put up. Um, what was his reasoning? Revenge. revenge. Get them back. He, he, he literally says revenge to get back at them. Why? Revenge with a capital R E V E N G E. Revenge. So, he says so, it like five times. Okay, so but is, is he mad about the fact that the plan didn't work? Well, that's that's he's mad because he looks bad. That's all. I think it's because I think it's a bit of both. I think it's also the fact that like he in his mind when he voted Gino to go home, Gino was going home. And then all of a sudden he's not. And yeah. I think that's the part he really doesn't like. Okay. You know? Right. So who do you think he thinks is the mastermind? Of like uh, I would imagine Josh. Josh. This guy thinks it's Josh. You can't Betty. Oh, you think Betty's the mastermind? Oh, that's a that's not good. That's very bad for his game because like, he, he should not tell anybody that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! He told everyone. Oh yes, he oh, told no. everyone. Um, no. He he uh, first says Josh. Josh talks to him, so he's like, "Okay, it was Betty." So when I when I was providing the example, when people are asking him what happened, right, and trying to like like see his train of thought, they're like. I, I don't even know what happened. They brought me into the room. They just dragged me there. All of a sudden, they're telling me, vote. And like, who's they? What did exactly they say? Uh, it was Betty. Betty tricked me. It was Betty. Betty's the mastermind. And they're like, what? How did you get from that? There's no, there's no progression in the story. You just literally jumped to a conclusion. A conclusion of some sort. And, and it's not just like he had that one conversation one time where he, he goes to that length to just pin it on Betty. He does it every single time when he talks to Helena, when he talks to Kevin, when he talks to Josh, when he talks to Gina, when he talks to Jason, when he talks to Summer. Over and over again, he just jumps over what happened because he can't remember. Right? He's an unreliable narrative on a show that is recorded 24-7. <laughs> Right, that you can't really escape. You can't really escape all this, like or try to rewrite history. A lot of players try to. A lot of players go into this house, and then they they start to believe their own bullshit in some ways, and they 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 get kind of like hung up on it. Even when they get out, it's it's like then they start hearing other people's opinions, but they typically come back to what they always kind of. Imagined he freely admits that he does not remember what happened. But yet he refuses to hear anything other than Betty was responsible at all. All right. So so, so Betty that, and Josh went up. Okay. Yes. For revenge. Okay. For revenge. But where what happened next? Like how did so it develop from there? He also believes, and people also believe in the house, Herman, that Betty has a power. What power? Don't know. She just has a power. Power so they're insane. like, well, we got to flush out the power too, right? Mm -hmm. So Josh initially was the target, then it's Betty. So then conversations happen. Conversations, Kevin does some work, right? Summer does some work, whole bunch of people do some work. I should go specifically with Summer. Summer and, and Marty have a conversation where Marty is looking at Summer and is angry at her because 
um, Marty doesn't believe that Summer has his best interests in mind and says that Jessica said during Wendy's that um, Summer was trying to pitch to Jessica that <laughs> to get Marty, which isn't true, right, at all. Right. But that does not work for Marty's narrative in his mind. So they're having a conversation, and Summer's like, Marty, I did not say that. And she's like, Jess says you're lying. Jess says you're lying. Jess says you're lying. Jess says you're lying. And like, <laughs> like Summer's just trying, like, no, I was there. I did not say anything. And it just kept going on. The argument got so intense that, like, it could be the reason, but the end result were feeds were done for the day, like until late in the evening. And then when feeds came back on, um, Summer said, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, this argument went got too heated. It got so heated that winter had to come out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. So you have that. So let's let's run the playback now. He has a loud ass argument with Kevin. He has right. a loud ass argument with Summer. Now, Betty is like, this dude is insane. This dude does not trust me. I'm going to be as annoyingly positive as possibly I can. Just so, like, I don't want to rub him the wrong way. I'm just going to, you know, be positive. Betty can't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, does Betty not know thyself, Betty? Right? Does your own self be true? <laughs> Do your own self be true, you know? So when I'm ready to party, B money comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So Marty's sitting at the table, and Betty's in the kitchen. And you just see <laughs> Marty turns his head and sees Betty in the background. And Betty just smiles. <laughs> Smiles and it just looks so creepy. And then yeah. Marty looks away and the smile just immediately drops. No one buys it at all. <laughs> it is so obvious. So it looks like um Betty is gonna be the one evicted. But Kevin starts making moves. Kevin starts making moves. And we got a veto draw. And in the veto, um, it is Gino, Kevin, um, Betty, Josh, and uh, was it JC? I think it might have been JC. Okay, a lot of who people who want? were in that group that was good was going to maybe evict Gino, but didn't. Uh, except for JC Lynn, I guess she would be. Oh, Gino, Gino, Gino there's Gino, the beat. okay, Gino, JC, um, Betty, Josh, um, it's six right. people, right? Yes. Yeah. Five. Uh, five Kevin, or six, yeah. Yeah, and Kevin and one other person, I think it might have been um I don't know. Out of those five, the only of the five is important. Um, who do you think won Power Veto? Uh I should sorry, I should ask you two questions. Who do you think and who'd be the most juiciest? The juiciest Okay, uh, who I think it is, is because it, I got to think that the trend of like the, the one of the nominees took themselves down has con continues. Um, so I'm going to theorize that Josh won the veto. 
But uh, I think the juiciest thing to happen is Kevin wins the veto. Jeff, do you have any opinions on this? I would say the juiciest thing to happen would be like if Gino won the veto and then basically controlled Marty's HOH. And I could see that happening. Sorry, Jeff. Dave is closer. Because we got some juice. (laughs) Kevin won. Kevin. Kevin won. won. So Kevin starts putting in some work, right? And Josh has more or less mended fences with, with Marty. So Betty is still the focus. Betty is there for him. As long as she gets out the door, he will have his revenge. So he's going to use that veto on Betty? Oh, no, on Josh. Oh. But he's only doing that if it's advantageous and no one else part of their Who would Kevin want to go up, I guess, is the question. Instead, Who would Marty want to go up? We already know that Mark doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, but if somebody plays the veto, say, and it's Kevin plays the veto on Josh, who does Marty put up? I, I don't want to answer this question because I, I, I just honestly want to get to my ex. Well, if you want Betty to go, I think the best person to put up is probably Summer. Yeah, probably um, Summer or maybe Jason Lynn. You can't put up Jason Lynn. No, because Herman, need, what, what about because that would be a betrayal of Gino's trust. Herman, <laughs> I forgot that Gino has all this power. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> so, okay, um, Kevin talks to. Oh. I'm going to do this a little bit out of order, and um, we'll, we'll give Jeff a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna mute him for a second. Oh. <laughs> it was really hurt. Yeah, while he's working in that, there was pain. There was pain. <laughs> okay, right. so Kevin wants to save both Josh and Betty, but he needs to do it in a way where the numbers on his side doesn't get um, reduced, because if Helena leaves, that's a loss of their numbers. If Josh leaves, that's a loss of their numbers. If Betty leaves, uh, Josh leaves. Loss of their numbers, right? Because because the other side is is Herman and Moose and, and Herman has been making a lot of inroads with Gino and Jace because they want the strong person alliance. Strong person alliance, right? Okay, right. Yeah. So you have those four people with possibly who's on the outside. You have Summer, really, who's kind of on the outside, can either go either way. Marty, who isn't trusted by. Moose or Marty, a Moose or Herman, really, mm-hmm. is it really trust by Gino? We can we know that not really trust by uh, Gino and Jacelyn, right? And then plus what he just did, are you, can you really trust him if you're Kevin, Betty, um, uh, Helena, and Josh? So he's kind of like a free agent. So you have four people on one side, and you have four people on the other, right? And you have these two pieces kind of floating in the middle. Now, if let's say Betty goes, that means your numbers are down to to three plus Summer 
plus Marty floating in the middle, those two floating in the middle, and then you have a group of four. A group of four that can win competitions. Doesn't really look good for if if we're saying that we're we're trying to keep it balanced with Kevin um, group being one side. Now, okay. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so you're talking like Kevin, Helena, Josh. Marty, Josh? No, Josh. Not Marty, because remember, Marty's floating in the middle. Because neither side can really trust him. Okay. Right? And Summer. Right. Okay, so who who did who did who goes up? Who goes up instead of Josh here? Is it we uh... got you gotta we gotta get to it. So they're looking at okay, who can we put up? We can't put up Gino. <laughs> Summer tries to like talk to Kevin and go, maybe we should just try to convince uh Marty to put up Gino. And Kevin's like, Don't you dare say that to him <laughs> because he will freak out on you and he yes. will put you up as the replacement. And yes, then it'll be pointless, right? Yes, Kevin's absolutely right. <laughs> Don't do that. Mom, mom is the word, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so talking amongst the group, he goes, Okay, if we can put up Herman and Herman is gone, that kind of moose is kind of loose. It's kind of loose. The moose is loose and he can sing all day right? and because he's the one who's really driving that group coming forming together he's keep on trying to form that that strong group so if we get rid of herman that takes out a real big obstacle from you know us being the only strong faction in comparison to everyone else they're kind of loose free agents so it's like yeah. um it's either that or moose right moose is the consolation prize just in case we can't get it. So, uh, but I think you're smarter to, to go after Herman instead of Moose if you're going to do that. But if you can't get Herman, Moose would be an acceptable substitute. Yes. At least your your numbers would be four, right? Or, or yeah. three, three. Right? right, right. But Herman's more likely to put that alliance together. I think that's Correct. why he would he'd be the he'd be the uh, more um, advantageous target. So. What we we also remember from previous episodes is that um, Marty promised uh, both Moose and Herman safety. Right, Moose also promised. When, when to, did he? When did he do that? Um, a previous previous time around. When he was swinging the hula hoop, or was it before that? Before that. Okay. But. It, it was, it's, they might recap it. I don't know if they even care because possibly Marty's just going to disregard <laughs> that deal. At the same time, he also made a deal with uh, Moose, also made a deal with uh, with Marty saying that he'd be willing to be put up as a pawn, no questions asked, if he gets saved. Right. Right? So... Uh, Marty's like, hey, wait, um, Moose said he would do that for me, too. So if I'm trying to get Betty out and Josh comes down, I can put Moose up because Moose already agreed, no questions asked, to be a pawn. Right? right? So there, Kevin tries talking to Marty. And Kevin is putting into Marty's head, hey, Gino's not with you, right? He's really, like, Herman is really pushing. And Herman won't choose you over Gino. No. So you need to get rid of Herman. And and then uh, Marty's like, I don't know if Gino's going to accept it. He's like, look, 
ask Gino. If Gino says no, that means Gino is with Marty. Sorry, Gino's with um, Herman, right? And he's like, Gino won't choose Herman over, over me. Uh, but I need to ask his permission to do such a plan. He's like, go ahead and do it. So in this respect, Kevin trapped Marty. Because what's the outcome? Marty, um, uh, Gino says, yes, you can put up Herman. And then he has permission to put up Herman. Or he says, no, don't put up Herman. And then he, in Marty's mind, it's like, wait, they're together. Right. Right. <laughs> this is a brilliant move. I got it. Yeah, this is, this is smart stuff. Look, to be fair, it isn't that brilliant of a move. It's just when you're playing with people of a lower intellectual uh, ability. I still give credit because if you know, like that, that, that there, there's still some subtleties you have to uh, navigate there, and and knowing how to, how, knowing Marty well enough to know how Marty will react. Just, just in credit to his earlier read, where he's like, if you go and tell Marty that, Marty will freak out and put you up. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, like, I think that you got to, um, even though it's, it's maybe not like the the greatest secret ever uh kept you know marty's a kind of a wild card and if you can use that uh good on you you know i think that that's a skill a big brother skill in itself right it's just kind of launching so, certain types of players at people so dave what do you think was the outcome herman goes marty? up herman herman goes up next to betty no what did marty what did marty ask gino what was gino's response Oh, um, why, 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 I don't know if Gino would be that loyal to her mom. So I, 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 why, I don't know if, if he would be against it or not, but if, of, of the two options, I would have to say Gino would probably say, eh, I don't know about that. Like, you know, that's a third nominee you're putting up, uh, either way you got to put up a third nominee, but like to put up, well, technically Kevin won't use the veto if someone advantageous isn't put up. Okay. So Kev, the, Kevin's only going to, right. So yeah, like the point it, of putting up summer, you, right. so if, if you Marty really want to get out, if summer. Marty was smart, what he would do is be like, "Oh, I'm gonna put up, yeah, summer. I'm gonna, you know." And, and then, then Kevin wouldn't. He would rather just lose Betty, right? And then he wouldn't play that if if Marty. Well, this is kind of like I'm starting to realize Marty's really not a good Big Brother player as far as when he's in power. He can get into power very easily, and I think he actually plays pretty well socially and when he doesn't have power. But when he has power, he's really bad. Yes, he he uh, he doesn't realize that you do not need to pay the checks that you wrote yeah. when you have power. So you know, you know, write as many checks when you don't have power, right? And then when you have power, no one could come after you. Just make sure that you situ situate yourself in a good enough placement that you at least are able to walk away fine. Like Gino didn't want didn't have that great of an HOH, but he was able to walk away because he did enough, right, to not, you know, have that much, you know, blowback about it. The problem with everyone else is they did, they didn't have that same type of mentality. That being said, Jessica almost survived. Like yeah. what would have happened if Jessica was still in this game? Instead of Gino, it would be a very different house. Uh, like, because I, I, she, she would she would have to be loyal to to Kevin and and Marty and that. Well, that that was why I think um, Marty and Kevin really wanted this plan to go through because I think they kind of I think Marty now knew that down the road me and Gino 
are gonna it's not gonna be a final three or if like I've already betrayed him once, and then he goes and does it again here, but he didn't expect it to work out that way. I think he thought the vote was actually going to work out. And then Betty and Josh did kind of screw him. They decided not to do the vote, and then, you know, so it should have been Kevin, Helena, Marty, and those two, and you know, with the five votes, and they, both Betty and Josh kind of went, you know, no, we're not doing it now, because it was really Betty. Betty kind of did screw it up for you know and why why did she do that because because she couldn't like reconfirm things with uh with with marty because he was kind of like not making eye contact he was looking down and he, they he made a little sketch all they had to say is like just watch my hand if it's a fist we're voting if it's an right. open hand we're not yeah. But I do lay a lot of the blame on Betty because I think Betty just caused a lot of anxiety there and they could have maybe pulled this off uh, if they, it was also a tight if they had a little bit no time to do so yeah i don't know like in those they were we've seen we've seen people do more with less time in big brother uh than they had in that expedia room it's, um, it's just the how the the rooms are just so far away and they're so big right that right. it's just so hard to do whereas you can like huddle into a, a small room have a, a quick conversation and then you're right there to vote Speaking of which, like there was like you even see in the recap in the big top of the episode uh, where you see I think it's Josh and Kevin pass and he's like, are we doing it or no, we're not doing it. Right. And I was like, are they allowed to talk in the hallway when they're in the diary, like going to the votes? Like you can do whatever of, you want to because they make it for the most part. You can make signals like that about what you're voting. They're doing secret handshakes all the time. Why can't they? Like, until production says you can do it, you do what you can. On the US version, I don't feel like. Okay, are they able to talk during the vote? No. That's what I thought. I thought they weren't allowed to talk during you're the not vote. Supposed, I always thought you're not supposed to. I, I thought the Canadian version worked the same. I don't think so anymore, or something's changed, or I don't know. You maybe it was always that way. Until they tell you that you can do something. Right, but like I feel like on the states, like especially when it was live evictions, you would they would never talk, never. They, they they don't really talk, but maybe on the taped evictions, they do. There's maybe it's a little more liberal. Yeah, maybe there's like a different rule if it's not a live eviction or something. Oh. Um, We're just a just couple be... steps away from live tribals. Right, right. Could just be a difference between like CBS. And go Florida go through that door and vote for Josh. Don't you dare. Right, because I I thought that that was kind of like uh like uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, three players on that side of the room got cold feet, and the other two were kind of blindsided by that because they didn't they didn't read that their the people they thought they were voting with got cold feet. They weren't able to read that in the moment as well. I think um you know and and Helena and Marty being those those two, and uh, it's not their fault really. You know, I, I don't think like maybe a little bit, but um. I think it's it's just unfortunate. And then Marty kind of just dug more of a hole every step of the way. He went along here. Okay, so okay, so ultimately, Herman and Betty are the nominees, Jamil, and uh, Herman be the target. Um, it, no, is, it is... <laughs> for Marty, Betty is still the target. But for the house? For a side of the house. Yes, because because why would if Betty's still the target, then why put up Herman? Betty has to leave for revenge. Then what, why did, did, did no? Get back? 
Then why does Marty put up Herman? Um, if he, it makes no sense. Uh, because he has to put up someone. But you know, Herman's a bigger target than Betty for the house. Betty has a secret power. Betty does not have a secret power. <laughs> Dave, you're trying to fight this with logic. It doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, the, they've they've kept Gino and Josh both on the block on two different vote outs and voted out an inferior threat. Yes. Like, I mean, they, this house votes by emotion, not by logic. Yeah, that's very true. Who's voting? Who's vo- okay? Who gets to vote here? Let's figure this out. Because I, the idea <laughs> that they would that they get a vote on Betty over Hermod is ludicrous. Like, um, no, that's what Marty thinks will happen. Who, that, Marty doesn't know what's going. Marty's an idiot. All right, let's let's okay. Gino, which way would he vote on this? He would vote out Betty. Yeah, okay, that's one for Betty. What about Helena? Um, if he goes, with, if, she, if she goes with Kevin, yeah, Hermod. Okay, so that's let's say okay. Then JC Lynn, she'll vote with Gino, so she'll yeah. vote. So uh, Josh, um, uh, uh, he'll. Herm- what, you think you think he would vote on Herman? He just got saved off the block. Yeah, why not okay. though? Kevin will vote with Helena. So, uh, and then you got Moose and Summer, who will definitely vote out Betty over no. Herman. Summer is not going to vote out Betty. So, but what will Moose do? It doesn't matter. It's five four vote for Herman to go. Yeah. Only if they have Josh. Only if they have Josh. Josh would be the. Which they vote. do have Josh. Mm, he's a he, he's a he. Uh, what do we say about those? Like you can tell which ones are the squealers and uh, and that one's a squealer. I, I feel, think well, I think he's more of a flipper. I think he yeah, he could, he would flip quick. So Kevin talked to to Josh and brought up the idea about Herman, and he's like, "Full disclosure, Herman and I have a final two, but fast forward to or rewind to pre- before they had the conversation, Herman and Kevin had a conversation, and Herman was fishing to find out if Kevin was going to use the veto." And Kevin goes, uh, Herman goes, you know, it would be best for the house if you just kept the nominations the same. So when Kevin and um, Josh have the conversation, he's like, uh, did you know Herman pushed for nominations to be the same? So didn't really want to save you or didn't think it was worth saving you. Mm. Thoughts in the head, rational people. They're like, and and Kevin and Josh have a good repertoire, rep, um, repere. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't think it's repertoire. Uh, no, repertoire is um, rapport. I think it's rapport. The word. Yes, thank you, Dave. With words, great job. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin <laughs> butters Josh up so much. You saw a little bit in the the video I sent you, and it does more so now. I think they have the votes to get a Herman. I hope so. Because okay, like, but this is a great week. Uh, I got to tell you because I, for Herman and Betty to be on the block, this is for me. This is like best case scenario, because like. Um, I just I I would like to see one of those two go. 
And I'm going to get my wish because I think Betty's the one I would think I'd rather go in some ways because no, no. <laughs> now let's say Herman does leave. What happens to the house is you have one of the biggest threats for HOH gone off the board. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Gino and Jason, right? As one side of the house. Moose has really no connective tissue. Summer, no real connective tissue. Marty, no real connective tissue. Marty and Gino being on the same side, I don't even know like what would compel Gino to ever team up with him again. And then you have a side that has Josh, Helena, Kevin as a unit. Right. Yeah, that's a, and I, I I would really like to see that trio go far. Uh, if that was like the final three, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is interesting. How these you mean it would be Josh versus Kevin, <laughs> and who's well, taking Hel Victoria Helena? Helena's yeah, less the less impressive one of the trio. I, but I think that Josh and Kevin working together um, and yeah. using Helena is uh, kind of a number more than anything. Yeah, right, makes them unique, I, an unlikely pair I, as well. I think like I wouldn't have predicted. Sorry, that. and I'm missing one person. Betty also would be would be there. So that well, every week that goes by, yeah, if, that if, would be four people on one side. If Betty, yeah, assuming Betty would stay, then Betty yeah, has a number. It's like I, I still think you know I I wouldn't want her on my side. I would rather be on the side that didn't have Betty <laughs> if I had my choice. But um, because I just think she's unstable. I don't think she's worth working with. I think she's too. She seems like there's tremors with Betty, as opposed to the um, the. Uh, the big gay geyser that is Marty that just well, spouts every hour. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like a big volcano. He's a whole other kind of issue. But but um but Betty Betty is like just like playing with like I don't even know what like but just the way she went off at Helena in that conversation and then calling her a liar tonight and like all she that stuff. I, huh? She was a liar. Um uh, was she technically Helena, Helena was a liar. <laughs> Yeah, no, like I don't think. But Kevin, no, but Kevin said it wasn't. Yeah, but he's wrong. He was also lying. Yeah, Kevin was lying. <laughs> like he was very convincing. Well, that's, that's the thing. The thing about Kevin. <laughs> well, that's the thing. But like Jamil's right. Like the house should be realizing. Like Betty is not a good liar. Like J.C. Lynn called her like, oh, such a liar, bitch, or whatever she called her tonight. And it's like J.C. Lynn. Like, have you met Betty? She's not that good. J.C. Lynn should not be throwing any words at anyone because. There's no one in the house doing less than her. The only right. reason why she's even gets airtime is because she's in the same scenes as Gina. That's yeah. it. She she does nothing in terms of like working with other people, working on any side of the house. It's people always coming to her. And then what does she do? She only does what Gino says to do. Yeah. Yeah, she's just here for Gino. She's here for oh, showmance. Uh, and when that when that's over, that's over. I think is, you know, I'm but sure she would like to win, but um, she can leave the house and just have Gino have a sock puppet, <laughs> just a sock puppet with like, hey, Jason, Lynn, um, do you have anything important to say? Whatever you want, Gino. Thanks. As long as out of sock frame. puppet, out of frame. Be fine. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Whew. Okay. Well, okay. So there's a lot to break down on Wednesday. We're going to be back to talk about the rest of it. Is there anything else you wanted to mention from the? No, the, I'm just excited no? for what next chapter we get. I, if, you know, that we pull in that revenge sound clip. If that's, that will be at the top <laughs> like, of the next episode. I gotta make the note. Have yeah. this summer conversation and have revenge, please. Okay. The summer conversation. Like, oh, it's now winter or whatever. No, no, no. The, uh, uh, Jessica said you lied. Jessica said you lied. Jessica said you lied. Jessica said you lied. Jessica said. Oh, that that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, remind me. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, like I, I got to remember to pull that one. But the revenge, I, it sounds like it's a revenge is a dish best served cold in winter, um, you know. So we're gonna get it all. Honestly, I, I, I should send you the, the, you know, we'll talk afterwards. We'll talk afterwards. Go ahead. Do you think, Dave? All right, let's, let's let's close the show out. So thanks for being with us. Uh, also, uh, if you don't know, we also cover Survivor here on Super Made Bush Podcasting. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about episode five, I believe it is, of um, of Survivor Forty Two. Um, is there that season's uh, marching along? And uh, we'll be, of course, uh, doing a quick check in about the episode on Wednesday, and then on Thursday, the next eviction um, on Big Brother Canada Ten. Who will it be? Will it be Herman? Will it be um, Betty? Uh, it could go anyway. It's still there's still four days from from now until then, so a lot can change. Um, and uh, and what else? Uh, also on this network, we cover. Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, podcast. If you didn't know, uh, we you know most recently we talked about Hawkeye because that's the most recent series that wrapped over on the MCU. But uh, there's been a new, a new show that's come out, Moon Knight, um, and uh, they just dropped their first episode. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but uh, uh, when that whole series you know is finished uh, streaming and being released, uh, we'll be sitting down to talk about that here on Super Mater Bros Podcasting. And I really enjoyed the first episode. I thought it was really uh, different. Um, and, he still hasn't called Dracula a nerd, so I'm a little bit. We're disappointed. building to it. We're building to it. We can't do it in, in the first the first episode. <laughs> I, I understood that, but there's a, there's a, there's a humor to the show. I, I think that's fun. Jeff, have you seen it? No. Of what? Jeff hasn't seen it. Why are you asking that question? Moon Knight. Oh no. <laughs> asking that question. That I think you're answer. gonna like it. I think. You're okay, well, like I'll have to check it out. Um, Is it out? It's already out. One episode. First episode. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, check it out with Oscar Isaac. Um, he's kind of he, he's a British accent, and it's very interesting. Um, and then also, um, we're gonna be talking about Ozark, Jeff, in the near future. Yeah, that's coming out. Did you see the trailer? Uh, I saw like a poster where like. Oh, dude. Um, I haven't watched the trailer yet, though. Trailer is explosive. Okay, so there's a trailer coming out. Ozark is the final seven episodes are coming out this month. And uh, when those, uh, how long, much longer for that to come out, Jeff? Uh, it's uh, April 29th, so like uh, 25 days. The end, of, the end of this month. Okay, so it's still like four weeks away uh, until we get to see that. But uh, when, when, when that does uh, drop, uh, Jeff and I will be sit down and break all that down. Adriel, you're welcome to come too. I don't think you watch Ozark, but no, I don't. <laughs> if, if you if you do, you're you're welcome. If you if you feel like binging it between now and April 29th. Um, my dance card is very full. Yeah, he's, we all have a lot on the go, uh, TV wise as well. Um, you should check out our other two channels. One's Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we have like a judge and three contestants. They argue about movies, TV, sports, and at the end of it, there's a winner. Um, most recently, we had uh, Max Duda hosting, uh, maybe the worst host ever, uh, is the main consensus. Uh, <laughs> with Jimmy Robinson, <laughs> Jody Simpson, Worf Sutter Bogue. 
competing. Uh, there will be another edition coming up at the end of April, around that time that Ozark drops. Um, so we got we got to get that um, judge and panel together. And then we also have Live Long and Podcast. Uh, that's our Star Trek theme channel, Movies in TV, uh, where we cover uh, old episodes. We go back, we rewatch them. Uh, like on Monday nights, we talk about Star Trek Enterprise. That was just tonight. I was talking about uh, the episode Acquisition with Adam Woodward and Kevin Millard, the Ferengi episode uh, that had Neelix and, uh, well, Ethan Phillips at least, um, and Jeffrey Combs and uh, and Clint Howard as they as they were on the Enterprise uh, trying to steal everything from Porthos to the, the plate on the wall. And then on Tuesday nights, we talk about Star Trek D Space Nine. Jeff, tomorrow is at night where we talk about the Begotten. Begotten. Said yes. uh, Odo gets his powers back. Odo gets it. Yeah, well, that's the that's the result. But like, there's a whole a bunch of episode before that, uh, right. where he's trying. Yeah. You know, so we're talking about that tomorrow night, and then on Thursday we're also talk about the newest episode of Star Trek, whatever that is. Uh, right this moment, Picard is in its second season. We're up to five episodes in Picard, and uh, uh, we just wrapped uh, Star Trek Discovery season four, and then on the horizon, Star Trek Strange New Worlds coming our way lots of news uh that was just as horse riding galore horse riding and and characters we already know but new takes on them uh when they were younger and uh and then as well uh we have what's it called uh radio star trek radio theater, radio star trek radio theater. um which are, <laughs> you can tell like when i get to the end of my second podcast i'm like what do we do what's our show um we have uh we're gonna be doing darmok uh on april 9th um saturday 9 30 p.m uh which uh, in kind of honor of first contact day which i believe will be actually tomorrow is it april 5th or april 6th i can remember uh but uh first contact week here um on the live when long and podcast contact first contact day will start on april 5th 2022 it's tomorrow it's in one hour in one hour we're, we're we're on the cusp but we're not doing this on april 5th we're doing this on april 9th um and so we're, so davin scalehorn will be playing john luke picard and adam woodward playing dathan and uh jeff's gonna be trying to get that transporter working down in engineering is jordy laforge we seem to have a coolant problem here in the transport there was no coolant leaks but there was uh there's there's definitely a uh, some interference from the alien ship and uh we got a great cast coming at you with this uh it's going to be a lot of fun can't wait to do it um uh, and then the there'll be a full audio drama created afterwards an edited version with sound effects and background ambiance uh and and all of, and everything else taken out that we don't want and then uh as well check out our friends podcast we got let's talk about fighting games with sam jerka and super smash Bros. seth wherever you get your audio podcasts there's also um michael chan and alex blackburn got the the hellbound podcast where they talk about horror and then over on um on davin my cousin and yours uh davin and his uh friend dave they talk about star trek on locuters at track they do all kinds of fun things trivias they do writers room pitches they do um uh debate nine debate nine they debate things and they you know if you want to hear about some different takes on star trek check out locuters of trek with davin and dave as well as davin's other podcasts x-men the animated series x-rated which he does with his friend andre uh i saw that i think they're doing something with the crimson dynamo next uh that's or 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 something like that so uh check out x-men the animated series x-rated and uh i think that's it guys i think that's that's all we have for tonight thanks for being with us jameel jeff have a good one. And, uh, and, and, oh, 
I need to go back to my unsorted so I can pull the final clip for the night. Oh, do I? I okay, we get, we're going to do two clips. We're going to do um, the uh, the Arissa, the sound yeah. of the night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's. Where's my Arissa's? The sound. Of, we're gonna, we, we should do the sound of the night first, and then we'll do Arissa. That's how we're going to do it. Who will Marty nominate for eviction? And who will win the power of veto? Find out Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. And then remember. And remember, someone is always watching. Good to get back. Oh, thank you.